Alright, welcome back to Fate's Rights, everybody. Oh, thanks. Now, we had some fun things happen last time. Guys, you want to go over it with everybody? I'm about to go fight some bitches. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically it. Like, we went inside the giant war beast thing. Um, we found out that some people died a really long time ago, like nerds. And, uh, okay, they were burned to death. It, it was actually kind of sad. But, um, and then we're like, hey, there's people fighting. We go in that room, and there's invisible dudes fighting some not-so-invisible dudes that are clearly dressed as cultists, like some sort of uniform. And then there's these two, uh, fairy-looking things, and we're about to go, um, well, we're about to go show everyone up, basically. That's, gonna, that's what's gonna happen. So, uh, you also? Think, you think cultists would stop LARPing as cultists? Yeah, and, like, if you're gonna be a cultist, why would you dress like it? Like, why would you advertise that you're a cultist? I mean, it just seems like it seems like a really bad way to, like, advertise your cult by dressing as a cult. Then again, the... It's, it's Team Rocket logic. <laughs> you, dress as, you dress as your job because you want to succeed at your job. Are you going to dress for the job that you yeah. want, not the job that you have? Well, maybe they want that job. Why are you judging them? <laughs> Well, we're about to kill I them, think so... Yeah. Well, the one last important thing is that we learned more door logic in this world. Oh, yes. <laughs> that you try to pull a wall up, a door pops up underneath. That is all. I, I can't wait till all this door logic just collapses on Yoli and she just has no idea how to move forward with her life. <laughs> uh, I'll learn how to, like shield bash or something and I'll make my own fucking door <laughs> beautiful I love it just watch Tex you're gonna give me some magic item and I'll be like this is how I smash in doors and you don't even know this is what this magic item is gonna do now <laughs> make sure to not give magic physical items to <laughs> All right. So, as you have all rolled initiative, we're going to start this right off here. And I believe first in line is Zug. Did you say Zug? Did yes, I did say I Zug. Just, I just heard. Uh, um. <laughs> so I assumed it was Zug. Uh, so how far away uh -huh. is the? Um, annoying little cultist that threw the firebolt. The annoying little cultist that threw the firebolt is about s 40 feet away. Sweet. You said less than 60. Um, <laughs> so I'd like him and whatever cultist is next to him to make wisdom saving throws, please, as I use a level 2 cause fear. Oh! <laughs> I need to know their wisdom modifiers. Oh, neat. They don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're cultists. Like, did we think they were pretty wise? Well, I can tell you right now, they both passed. Aww. Aww. <laughs> they are nerds. 13. Do they it. Higher than 13. They both rolled 18. That's a sad day. <laughs> and I'm using my plastic dice, my garbage dice for these guys. <laughs> That's a sad day. Was this a save or suck, or do they still take damage? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a it's I mean, if they failed, and they become frightened of me. Then... Oh. 
So now they are now aware of the one guy they didn't know was there because he was invisible. Because <laughs> he rolled the only good stealth check. Um. That's, that's where I was hoping it would come in handy because they don't know I'm here and all of a sudden they're just afraid of this person. They just suddenly appears. Okay. <laughs> so just so I have an idea of where everyone is so I can plan my turn. Cultist 1 is about 40 feet away. Cultist number 2 is pretty close to cultist number 1. Um, yeah. So like what, 45-ish feet? Uh, about that, yeah, within that cone. And then the other one is about 60 feet. Okay, thank you. And then, of course, the Darklings are about 120 feet. Thanks. That just helps me plan my turn while you do all the rest. Sorry. That's fine. What you got there, Zug? What else you got there? Mm, I guess I'm going to do the really weird uh, wizard move of moving towards these cultists. <laughs> all right. You're within what ten feet of the closest I can cultist, move I guess. 30. Yeah, you're within ten feet of that first cultist. Kind of, kind of looks at you like you're a crazy person. He won't be for long. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. All right. Next up will be Callie. Because wizards don't get cool bonus actions yet. Not at low levels, no. Okay. Um, Callie is going to go ahead and cast Armor of Agathis on herself. Um, so basically Ooh. a protective magical force is going to surround her, and it looks like a, like a kind of spectral frost. Um, and she's going to cast that at second level. And then she's going to uh, use her full movement speed to move toward the Darklings. So she's now only 60 feet right. away from them. Um, 60 feet. Oh, that's right. She has the cool movement speed. Well, you said that they're 120. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I... I, My brain... Mathed wrong. She's 90 feet away. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but then she's still that's going fun. to... Uh, use her bonus action on the one cultist that was about 60 feet away into the room uh, who should be about 30 uh -huh. feet from her now give or take yep. um, and is going to use her telekinetic ability to shove him closer to where the others are uh, so he needs right. to make a strength saving throw I was just about to ask that because I could not remember. Strength saving throw. Let's see. This is his thingy, Mobobber. Oh, neat. Uh, what do I got to beat? Because I rolled 15. a 12. Alright, yeah. You you successfully pushed Yeah, it's only this 5 guy. feet, but he still pushed a little bit closer to the others. I mean, he's within 15 feet of those other guys now, so... So he should be in range of more uh, AOE attacks. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> then. Next up. Yeah. Next up, you will have a... Uh, it's, just, it's like this uh, golden arrow comes from out of thin air and uh, flies past... Uh, Zug and one of the cultists missing the cultist. 
and you hear uh, like from from the air god damn it and then next is you'll be stern Cool. You'll be is up next. Cool, 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 cool. I still don't know what yep. I want to do. <laughs> I was like, I've been sitting here planning, looking over all her shit, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so if I move a full 30 forward, how close am I? I know the closest cultist was like 40 feet away from where we all were. Yep. Yep. Uh, where is uh, Callie? Like, I didn't understand her movement at all. Oh, I'm sorry. That's because I mathed weird. Callie is 30 feet into the room now, but she's heading toward the Darklings rather than focusing on the cultists. Which means she's about 10 feet to the left of Zug. Cool. I want to head that direction a little bit. Uh, and kind of... Because I don't know what the dark fairy things are doing. And they're spooky. Uh, I'm going to just kind of allow Callie the help action so I can defend her from other things. I would like that. Okay. There you go. Yep. I mean, it just gives essentially the help action. Cool. All right. That's it. Alright, the next up is the cultist that fired the firebolt. And now that he is, uh, Zug is right up in his face, he is going to close that gap there and uh, swing a scimitar at our boy Zug. I'd like to see him try. Does a 17 hit? Not if I shield. <laughs> 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 and uh, following suit behind this cultist the second cultist that you tried to frighten uh, moves in, closes that distance and he too also swings with a scimitar and that be a nat 20 so that should have shielded that one <laughs> <laughs> alright so let's see what kind of damage here? That is going to be 13 slashing damage. That's just not even right. Oh no. Cultist, the third cultist, is going to fire a firebolt off into thin air, uh, striking one of the uh, invisible guys that Callie can see, hopefully, think. It's not a concentration spell, is it? Nope. Okay, yeah. Just uh, strikes this guy dead on with the firebolt and he crumples to the ground. Then uh, the other two uh, invisible guys, they move cl- towards the uh, towards the cultist that just fired off the firebolt. And uh, lastly, we have these two darklings. And they have begun to move their way into the room, moving about 40 feet closer to everyone else. They are now within 50 feet of Yulby and Callie. They have a lot of movement speed. I like that. That's never a good thing to hear from your DM. (laughs) And now, atop of the order with Zug. Atop of the order with Zug. So... 
um, Zug is going to turn towards that one that uh, hit him, and he is going to cast this... Uh, actually, that's a bonus. I'm going to hold off on that one. My first action is going to be... Um, this will be good, because he'll hit both of them. Um, so I need them to... I need them both to make a uh, dexterity save. A dexterity save? Do they have... As long as... Is any of... Are either one of the... Uh, is either Yulby or Callie within five feet of me? Um, no, they're well, like ten feet cool. away. So, yeah. Callie was about ten feet away, and then Yulby came and stood next to Callie. Yulby, were you on the other side of Callie from Zug, or between the two of them? She would be between the two of them. She wouldn't go further than Callie. Yeah, so I think Yulby should about be pretty close to Zug. Feet. Well, you'll be also need to make a dexterity save then. Ah, uh, nuts. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, so this guy, that guy fails. What? And that guy fails. Sorry, you'll be. So I'm pretty sure a two and a uh, seven do not beat that. I'm I mean, pretty a 13, so. sure I get dex saves at disadvantage as well because I have my armor on. That's rough. Yeah. It's no fun. Oof. Cool. That is the thing. Oof. Cool. That's a nat one, but at least it's a deck save. <laughs> Alright, so um, when they all close up on him, he is going to uh, is going to say a command. Um, he's going to basically say a command in Celestial, and he's going to sword burst. Oh. <laughs> 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 Give me some damages. That was two. <laughs> it's oh, only two damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's... Okay. Tis but only a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Tis just a flesh wound. She was all prepared for like a massive amount of damage. Oh, it's only two. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, so guess who had my... two temp HP? <laughs> 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 So then I am going to, for my bonus action, uh, on the one who hit me with that critical, um, I'm going to cast my new spell of Shadow Blade. Ooh. Tell me what that does. <laughs> well, I base, so I just, you know, with a little verbal command, a little hand motions, basically uh, drawing a sword. Um, it's a sword that just comes together from shadows and just turns into like a solid blade in my hand that's a middle weapon that I'm proficient in um, and deals a pretty nice amount of damage whoever gets hit uh, it does have finesse light and thrown properties so I can throw it if I so choose um, when I choose to, uh, when I use a sword to attack uh, target this in dim light or darkness they well, I make the attack roll with advantage. Well, you technically are in uh, dim lighting because it's not fully bright here Sweet. yet. Sweet. So that is a melee attack with uh, my proficiency at advantage. So that would be a... I'm just going to use the quarterstaff to make this do the thing. This is the same modifier. Uh, that is a... I did not roll those correctly at all. That's an 18 on the die, plus a 5 is a 20. The 
18 hit, so these guys are squishy. Um, so he is going to take uh, 2d8 uh, psychic damage. All right, roll that damage. And that is uh, nine. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to look at the other cultists and just be like, you sure you're in the, well, you're sure on the right side? That's going to be the end of my turn. All right. Next up is Callie. Okay. Um, so she knows that, like, we were sent here specifically to deal with these dark fae things. So that's what she's focusing on. She's letting Zug handle the other guys. Um, so she's going to use her movement to get even closer. So she should be within 20 feet of them. Um, I'm not quite in range for that spell. So instead, I'm sorry, give me like two seconds to just have to check a thing. Well, aren't the dark I... fae things 40 from Callie? They're 50. They're 50. 50. Yeah, so if she okay. runs up, she's 20 feet away. Um, so what she's actually going to do is use her telekinetic uh, hand again to grab one of them and try to pull it five feet closer to her. Uh, so All that's right. a strength save, please. Oh, ooh, that's a zero. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so she pulls it five. They have negative one to strength. She's going to pull it five feet closer. Um, and then... She will cast, um, yeah, I really want to catch both of them in this, but it's fine. Um, she's going to cast Burning Hands on it. So deck save, please. Deck save. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm assuming a 10 does not beat. A uh, 10 does not beat, no. All right, what's your damage there? 12 damage. Ooh. That thing did not like that. Well, it's not supposed to. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Alright, that is her entire turn. She used her bonus action, her action, and her movement. So, um, she didn't get to take advantage of that help action, though I do appreciate it. Sorry, you'll be. It's Callie's turn being over. Uh, it's one of the mercenaries' turns next. And as this thing, it closes, he closes the distance to these cultists. And uh, as he does, he pulls his sword, which when he does, when he pulls his sword, he, uh, he shows visibly for a few seconds. And then uh, as the sword comes down, he turns invisible again. And that cultist takes, then it is Yulby's turn. Cool. So those fairies are within 60 feet of me. They are. Beautiful. I would like to use a uh, fairy fire, please, and thanks. <laughs> uh, I would like to center the cube <laughs> so it doesn't pick up Callie. I definitely want the two fairies right. in it, for sure. You can definitely do that. Sweet. That's possible. They have to make a dex save 15. Dex save of 15. Uh, neither of them meet. Beautiful. I know that it's blue, green, or violet light, but I still want Yulby's light to be a P. 
pinkish color. Yeah, it can be whatever color you want. That is flavor text. I don't care what the book says. Thank you. So they are now covered in fancy sparkly fairy fire. The shades of pink and magentas. Uh, so any attack roll against it is effect, uh, has advantage if the attacker can see it. Ooh. Uh, nice, nice. It's concentration, Very so nice. you'll be able to have to keep up with that. Otherwise, they cannot benefit from being invisible. It, yeah, well, luckily these guys aren't invisible. But yeah, it's a good thing to do. And these guys are like watching this light, like freaking out. They don't like it. Cool. It is for one minute, and Yulby will kind of like turn more for Zug and kind of prepare herself to maybe draw some of the attention and attacks to her <laughs> rather than to him. All right. I mean, Zug's been fine if it wasn't for that one uh, crit. <laughs> <laughs> that crit hurt. Yeah, it did. All right. Let's see. And then next up is the first cultist who being in Zug's face still is going to take that scimitar and bring it down on top of him. Does a 15 hit? Nope. Alright, well he's a swing and a miss. And uh, at that at that miss he's actually going to back up a full 30 feet. Uh, so that's attack opportunity. This it is. Because I'm right next to Zug, I get that too. <laughs> Yes, you do. Smack the (laughs) crap out of this guy. Yeah. Do it. Still dim light? Yep, still dim light. Advantage! So now we have two cultists that are kind of further away and one that's right next to Zug? Yeah. Uh, No, one of the cultists is dead. Which one was that? Uh. The closest one or the far away one? The the one that that attacked him, so it was right on top of him. Zug got a 16 was the better roll on that. A 16, and what do you'll be getting? 14 with her battle axe. Cool, they both hit. I need damage rolls. Uh, since it's one-handed. Uh, Zug did 10. Nine. <laughs> oh, this guy's really good. <laughs> like, he, goes to run away. he goes to run away, and as Zug stabs him with this shadow blade, the axe comes across and kind of just cleaves him in two. Woo-hoo-hoo. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> High five, Zug. <laughs> You'll be had to cool. ask him a question. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 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 and uh, with that, that cultist turn is dead. The next one is also dead. Uh, and then the uh, the other invisible mercenary guy, the one that hasn't died or went yet, uh, is uh, within range, and he you can hear him say to everyone, uh, "Focus on the Fey. The cultists are easy." As he launches an arrow at one of the darklings, the cult- which misses. The cultists may be easy, but to get rid of the cultists is one less thing we got to fight. I mean. I was like, why were they fighting the cultists in the first place and not directly for the fae when we first walked in? Those dummies! (laughs) Yeah, I think that'll be Callie's response. (laughs) Just like... like, Oh, yes, because that's what you were doing, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) 
The abyssal farmers are dumb. <laughs> well, we already knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with his turn being up, the uh, the last cultist goes, and uh, this cultist uh, turns towards uh, Yulby and is going to fire another firebolt. Try it. Try it, nerd. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Does a night no, night I didn't add the modifier. Yeah, no, it's still nineteen. It doesn't have a modifier. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> I mean, nineteen. <laughs> Yobi's armor is twenty. She has that shield on one arm, axe in the other, and alder on her shoulder. Twenty AC, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, nerds. She a tank. You didn't. Fight correctly in this battle. You went for the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard's pretty respectable on his AC as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wizard to tank too. She laughs at them. <laughs> uh, after fire, shooting this firebolt and it kind of just def- bouncing off of your shield yeah. there harmlessly. Uh, he, he, he turns his attention towards uh, uh, the Fae and is screaming in abyssal at the Fae. Screaming what? Screaming in abyssal at the I Fae. I understand abyssal. Oh, you do? He, he's saying, hurry up and do what you're paid to do. He'd repeat that to Yulby since Yulby's right there, but... You'll be looking at him confused and be like, I'm not paid to do this, but okay. (laughs) He would say that that's what the cultists is telling the Fae. You'll be, I love you. (laughs) She'll be like, oh, okay. I will wait around for my turn, but she's definitely looking like she's about to turn over to go fight those fey things now. And so with that, the uh, the first Darkling, the one that uh, has been uh, deep fried here. Alright, so, Darklings. They have a little ability called a Death Flash. And within, if they are less than five, five health, uh, I can do a thing. Which means I need Callie to give me a dex save. Not great. That's an eight. Ooh, that is not great at all. And you fail. And as this thing, as this thing pulls up and uh, rolls up on Callie like this, its body begins to flash this uh, this purplish color, and it speeds up and speeds up and speeds up, and it explodes in this blinding flash of purple light. And Callie takes. That's a lot of damage. That didn't sound pleasant at all. 11 damage. Oh, psh. She had 12 temporary hit points thanks to Armor of Agathus, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> she now has one temporary hit point. Oh, wow. Big whoop guy. <laughs> <laughs> That would have hurt normally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, so I also, when this thing gone? explodes, 
it, it it died yeah it died i also need when this thing explodes everybody to give me a constitution save mm. what but i'm so far make, away do i see a concentration on this too <laughs> uh no because you're not taking damage okay. Oh, nice. 25. 17. 14. Uh, Y'all all passed. Okay. It, the blind, it's like a blinding light that fills the area. Mm. Kelly's over here like, you tried to hurt me with purple? I am purple. <laughs> <laughs> and this second darkling uh, makes its way towards Kelly, uh, And it pulls out a dagger that in its hand looks like a short sword sword and it takes a swing at Callie here bring it on let's see it's plus five there's a 21 hit a 21 does hit 21 does what? hits as he hits yes the like ethereal looking frost from her armor of agathis that's clinging to her like kind of wraps around this little creature's arm or whatever and he takes 10 cold damage Dang. I like that. That's nice. I need to make sorcerers more often. That's <laughs> nice. Is it a free action to to float in the bird? <laughs> <laughs> do you still take the damage? No, no, yeah, I do. I do. I do still take the damage. I just Because I don't know how that ability works. No, yeah. It just if he hits me with a melee attack. While I still have at least one temporary hit point left, I uh, takes cold damage. Nice. It is five total damage. Okay. Now I no longer have any hit, temporary hit points left. But. And we are back to the top of the order with Zug. Okay. So back to Zug. So we have the last cultist. Um. Then we have. One of the Fae, correct? Correct. So Zug, how far how far away is Zug from the Fae? Uh, you're still the full ninety feet away from it. Okay. Or no, no, not ninety feet. It'll be yeah. fifty feet. Okay. So, and um, how far away from the last coldest? About thirty. Actually, feet. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be 50 feet. Uh, because Zug was 30 feet in, Callie was 60 feet in, and then the Darkling just moved up to her. So it's going to be 30 feet It from sure would, but see, this is why I don't like keeping track of distances. Yes, it is about 30, maybe 35 feet away from Zug. Same with the cultist. Um, so, I want to get, for uh, just my move, within 20 feet of uh, the cultist. All right, and I'm gonna throw this shadow sword at him. Ooh, because it is thrown, and he would still be in dim light, correct? Correct. No, wait, no. Flash of light. No more dim okay, light. No more dim light. Lit up the whole room. So I'm gonna throw this sword, and that is a, a twenty-two. <laughs> twenty-two. <laughs> Did you roll that advantage because fairy fire? Oh shit, that's right, fairy fire, so I would still get advantage, so let's do that again. <laughs> uh, not better. Okay. Uh, so 22 is uh, the, the roll to hit there, as uh, this sword gets thrown from Zug. 
I just need the damage here. Uh, that is uh, ten damage. Ten damage. So I need to specify you're 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 killing him with the sword, right? I mean, yeah, I'm just throwing the sword yeah, at him. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. I mean, you could have accidentally hit him with the hilt of the sword. I don't, well, it's I don't psychic know. damage. So I don't think that's not <laughs> lethal. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so that is now dropped because at the end of the turn, that'll drop. So he's going to stop concentrating on that and move up to these, uh, f- move the rest of his movement speed towards these fey. All right. You are within spitting distance of a fey. Within spitting distance. Because he moved... 20 feet the first time and then 10 feet the rest time yep or vice versa either way he moved his full 30 feet and he's up there alright 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 so I am going to so that's my bonus so I will uh, I'll mirror image right here I don't know how much health this thing has but oh no let's not do that let's just hit it with uh, (laughs) hehehe Let's just hit it with a spell. Um, with a spell. I'll hit it with it. Let's go with an ice knife. Ice knife? Nice. <laughs> nice. We've now switched our roles. <laughs> She's using fire, I'm using ice. That's an eight to hit. That doesn't hit. Yeah, no, it doesn't. That's sad. Well, maybe you should stay in your lane. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm coming up here to try to defend you, and I get that kind of response? All right, no, I'm all right. just out of character joking about how you switched to ice, and then it failed, and I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, is that the end of Zed's yeah, turn? Winter. All right, next up is Callie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, she's gonna go ahead and uh, ray of frost at this uh, dude that's right in front of her. Actually, like let's do it a lot dude, better. Dude, I'm just gonna roll instead on regular dice. Does D and D Beyond decided to say well, nope? The, you know, they they had an update and that's really cool, but it's kind of throwing me off. Okay. Um. That is a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then that makes it 7 damage. 7 damage, this Darkling. As this Ray of Frost hits it, it kind of like solidifies in this chunk of ice and falls to the ground and shatters. And that be the end of combat. Say Shadow Blades now, like my new favorite spell. Um, I would like to immediately go up and start investigating this portal thing and figuring out how to try to close it. Alright. Yeah. Give me an investigation. Uh, Zug's gonna want to loot the cultists for health potions. Uh, <laughs> again, give me an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> what is you'll be doing? Well, she's a bit puzzled at the moment because they're just like panicking about these fey things and they were just gone in like a blink. So she's like, <laughs> hey, invisible voices, your problem's gone. And 
after a few minutes, these uh, two mercenaries kind of like materialize out of thin air. And it's like, yes, uh, and thank you for the assist. She'll shrug and roll it off like nothing. And these cult, so these two mercenaries, one is a, a drow man uh, with a long white beard. And the other one is a, uh, a small dwarven woman with a bow. Yes, well, we can get introductions over with later. Uh, come help me close this. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, he signals to the uh, dwarven woman, and she walks over there and pulls out this uh, small, uh, almost looks like a spark stone, and pulls it out and about the size of maybe a uh, crystal ball and puts it up to this black shimmering portal and it begins to be sucked into the uh, the orb. Yolby wanders over and looks at this new door. So we're not opening this door. And uh, with your investigation roll, what was that investigation roll? Yeah, it was only 11. It was only 11? So uh, I will give you this, that it looks like... Uh, the, uh, it does look like it's being absorbed into this this crystal or this orb, mm-hmm. but you can tell that the magic's dissipating as it happens. Hmm. Tally's just gonna stand here and watch. And what did did, did Zug roll? Uh, eighteen to loot the uh, cultist. An eighteen to loot. Let me bring up my table. I'm gonna use a loot table because I found this the other day and it looked neat. Sometimes loot tables are really nice. Other times you open it up and you're like, how in the heck would they find this? <laughs> right? Why, do you, why did you find a coffin on this guy's body? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> he was just being prepared. Alright, so... <laughs> it's a pocket coffin. <laughs> Alright, and... Uh, as you loot, you find uh, you find one health potion, about fifty gold, and uh, various ritual daggers. And they all kind of like different shapes to them, but they're all just basic daggers. No, nothing magical about them or anything. And uh, when the the portal is fully absorbed into this crystal, and the magic is dissipated, the uh, dwarven woman turns around and nods to the drow man. And when he goes to speak, that is where we will stop. Can I, can I drink the health potion first? Uh, yes, you can drink the health <laughs> potion. Because I'm not, I'm not feeling I mean, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have drank that right off the bat. <laughs> That's a standard health potion. That's uh, What's that again? Uh-huh. How many dice is I didn't that look again? that up. That's 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2, thank you. No problem. Um, every once in a while I can remember the rules of the game. I mean, I can too every, <laughs> on occasion, but that one I'm just like, I don't even remember how much the health potion is. Like, I, I very rarely use them because I'm used to the clerics. On a side note, you know, if I were to ever be a cultist, just hypothetically, and I wanted to, like, spite the people who killed me, I would definitely hide poison <laughs> on my body disguised as a health potion. That's <laughs> something. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. 
Well, don't give him ideas. Right I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can drink whatever potion, but I don't know. Sometimes it's unidentifiable substance. You're like, yeah, that looks red like a normal health potion, but could be anything. Could be like fire breath in a bottle. <laughs> it has a plus sign on it, like a like a Pokemon health potion. <laughs> it's a spray can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those like aerosol cheese cans. <laughs> That's doubly bad for me. Oh god. But yet it heals me. It's poison, but I'm also lactose intolerant. Oh no. Thanks for tuning in. As always, any music and sound effects used in the episode are credited in the description. You'll also find a link to our Discord for which all of our social media can be reached. Hope you're enjoying yourselves here in Fate Rest. And this is Tex, your DM, signing off.